30 deaths, over 800 overdose calls, and 47 suicide deaths due to this horrible plague on our families. For more information or help, go to the Prevention Coalition for Success at PC4S.org. That's PC4S.org. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, and you're listening to Prep Football. We welcome you back here to the Ideas Tees halftime show. Ideas Tees, the place in Rutherford County with an emphasis on the the, the place for school spirit wear, screen printing, embroidery, specialty items, and much, much more. And if you want officially licensed Blue Raider merchandise, you should go to Raider Tees. Check them out. Open for game day for you tomorrow. The Blue Raiders um, open up with TSU at home tomorrow and they've got tees, polos, hats if it's blue and white Middle Tennessee, they'll have it at their showroom in 910 Richley Road just off Broad, between Chewy's and Chili's for Ideas Tees, they can put your logo on just about anything so stop in and see how they can help you promote your favorite team, workplace or organization, find out more at ideastees.com Danny Brewer and Rod Edwards joined me here at the half and uh, some halftime stats. You've been keeping up with the offense tonight. It's It's been an, a really interesting game, a tale of two different teams, but both have had success on the offensive side. Absolutely have. We, one punt, right? Yep. Just one punt, and that was a quick kick on a fourth down when they looked, when Stewart Creek looked like they were going to go for it. The most impressive thing for me on Blackman's side of the football has been Jack Reiser. I think he's 12 out of 13 passing for 234 yards, and he's had uh, three touchdowns, I think it is. So this kid has been on the money, and the one incompletion could have been complete if the Blackman player had held on. So he could have been perfect in the first half lightning quick on offense they get to the line of scrimmage they snap the football they get it on they got lots and lots of weapons they spread it around very tough to defend so you know that that's been what's happening on the blackman side of the football they don't take long they average what maybe a minute for their scoring drives on the other side of the coin just like what you said a tail the different tail the tortoise they've had a couple of long scoring drives the first two for uh Stewart's Creek were both over seven minutes. They've run the football between the tackles, which is what they want to do. They want to manage the clock, shorten the game as much as they can. So it's been a very interesting and very entertaining first half. Well, you've got a few stats here. You want to lay those on us? These are from Fans Heating and Air, JHA Company, and Winners Trophies. Any on the offensive side you want to highlight? Well, like I said, 234 yards passing for Riser with three touchdowns. You know, they've been able to – haven't run the football much, but Smith's got 27 yards for them. On the other side of the, the, the coin for Stewart's Creek, Ote has not been as explosive as we thought he might have been. He hasn't gotten as many carries, 24 yards on nine carries, but he's gotten some good, tough yards inside. The big kid for, for Stewart's Creek has been Hoover run the football. He's got 47 yards, and he's found the end zone twice for them. So. He's done an excellent job of managing the clock and managing the game. So he's been the leading rusher for Stewart's Creek, has been the quarterback, Gage Hoover. Really just a, a tale of two different teams. I mean, Stewart's Creek has been doing their thing, have had success running the football, but I really thought it was uh, big for them with that little trick play and Moonavong 
uh, on the 53-yard pass play. I, I thought that was huge to uh, tie the ball game up with about a minute and a half to go. The double reverse fake Statue of Liberty, 22 Shabu that went for 53 yards. Huge play for them because it, it sent a message to Blackman, I think, that you can't. we're not going to be totally predictable here. We, we have some things in our arsenal. We're not scared to pull them out. We're in it to win it. 28-21, uh, Blackman with the lead at the half. Those are some of the offensive stats here from Fans Heating and Air, JHA Company, and Winners Trophies. Let's take a look at your Jennings and Air's funeral home scoreboard here at the half. We have got uh, 28-21 Blackman on top here. In the second quarter, Riverdale 7, Rockville 6. Oakland leading in the second quarter over Siegel, 28-0. At the half, Smyrna 21, Antioch nothing. Uh, Last score we had, Laverne was leading Cane Ridge, but that is a score that's been there for a while, but it was 7-0 Laverne. Uh, At the half, Eagleville 26, Tennessee Heat 7, and MTCS in the second quarter over Trinity Christian, 15-0. And uh, Rod Edwards here now with me. None of those scores are... Really, uh, I guess, out of the ordinary, except Laverne striking first, at least in that game with Kane Ridge. Yes, that's probably the only shock. Everything else we were expecting, uh, and we expect close battles, especially Rockville and Riverdale. Uh, it's going to be hard for Siegel to stay with Oakland for a full game. Uh, Smyrna's got a fairly easy game tonight, you know. So it was nice to see Laverne kind of put a scare into Kane Ridge. We'll continue to uh, keep an update on that score here on the uh, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home Scoreboard. Let's uh, sneak in a quick break here on the Ideas Tees Halftime Show, and when we come back, we'll have your Craig's Tax Service first-half recap with all of the scoring and some defensive stats as we continue halftime here at Stewart's Creek High School where Blackman leads Stewart's Creek 28-21. You're listening to State Farm Prep Sports. Here's Amy Byers. And, of course, at Knoll Tennessee Electric, we have the heat pump loan program. We do it with TVA. Usually when your heat pump goes out, it's never at an opportune time. And heat pumps are expensive. With the loan program, it just kind of makes it so easy. Go to mte.com. If you wake up and you're like, oh, it may be time to change that out, go to mte.com. Again, that's mte.com. Do you suffer from peripheral neuropathy in your hands or feet? Continual numbness and tingling, burning pain, balance problems, and decreased quality of life? There is now a non-invasive natural solution for your neuropathy here in Murfreesboro. Magnolia Medical Center can help with an 87 to 93% success rate. Magnolia Medical Center can help. Join Magnolia Medical Center on September 20th or the 22nd. You'll learn how to reverse this deadly condition. Seating is limited for this free event. Call or visit magnoliamedicalcenters.com to reserve a seat. This is a paid legal ad. Hi, this is John Day of the Law Offices of John Day. I've lived and worked as a lawyer in Middle Tennessee for over 30 years, and to me, every single day has been an honor. That's why our firm is so involved with community programs like bicycle helmet giveaways and our Safe Ride Home program. At the Law Offices of John Day, we're not just looking to make donations. We want to make a difference in the community we hold so dear. And if you're ever injured, Know that we are here for you, too. Renters, when you combine State Farm Auto and Renters Insurance, you will save money. I'm State Farm Agent Dana Womack, and I'd love to talk to you about combining your auto and renters insurance to help you save. Call me at 615-900-0877. It's not just your home or car. I'm State Farm Agent Emerson Williams. We see your home and car 
as the time and memories that you put into. Give me a call at 615-459-2683 and let me help you give them the protection they deserve. Winner's Trophies can help you with customized awards for any occasion. Owner Kelly Hockenberry continues to provide awards for sports teams, churches, recognition awards, and more. Call Winner's Trophies at 904-6002. That's 904-6002 for the best in quality, service, and pricing. You can also email Kelly, Winner's Trophy, at Comcast.net. That's Winner's Trophy at Comcast.net. Any award for any occasion. Winner's Trophies, 904-6002. Since 1874, First National Bank of Middle Tennessee has been an independently owned community bank. Hi, I'm Brian Wilcox, Executive Vice President, and we are proud to be a part of the Rutherford County community. We offer premier community banking at two locations in Murfreesboro, 1708 Gateway Boulevard and 3427 Memorial Boulevard. We'd love to share with you the benefits of community banking at First National Bank of Middle Tennessee, Equal Housing Lender, member FDIC. I'm State Farm Agent Dana Womack, and you're listening to Prep Football. We're back again halftime here on the IDST's Halftime Show, 28-21. Time for your Craig's Tax Service first half recap, and uh, definitely lots of scoring here in this one, so let's get right to it. Stewart's Creek uh, takes the opening drive with 4.37 to play in the first quarter. Gage Hoover caps off a nice opening drive with this six-yard touchdown run. He's going to kind of take it that way. A hole opens up, and he's traveling into the end zone for a Red Hawk touchdown. Opening drive and an impressive one for Stewart's Creek. That comes from six-yard out. Hoover finds Peter. That made it 7-0 after the extra point was good, but Blackman less than a minute later... It's Landon Smith on this 22-yarder. This time it is Landon Smith. Landon Smith at the 15, 10, 5 end zone touchdown. Landon Smith, his second touchdown of the year for the junior. Big hole opened up. The kid took it right through there. Was really basically untouched until inside the five, and then he battled his way into the end zone. Quick score for, for Blackman, which is what they want to do. Like it lightning fast, lightning fast they are. That tied us up at 7-7 with the extra point good. Then uh, we moved to the second quarter. That was all of your first quarter scoring with 8-12 to play in the second. Gage Hoover once again finds Peter. It's going to be a quarterback sneak. Does the ball come loose? I saw the official throw something on the ground. It is a touchdown. It is recovered in the end zone by Gage Hoover. His second touchdown of the night. And the extra point good. Stewart's Creek had a 14-7 lead, but pretty quickly, just a little over a minute after that Stewart's Creek touchdown, Reisner finds Page. Second and 10. Reisner back to pass. Has some time this time. Passes left side. It's going to be caught down the sideline. Is Page to the end zone. Touchdown. Plays a 30-yard strike. Very nice play. Uh, you know, Reisner has been on the money. Uh, another a nice out pattern. Hit him right where he had to be. Threw it only where he could catch the ball. Saluted the defenders and off to Painter. So Stewart's Creek gets the ball back. Tie ball game, 14-14. The first punt of the night. Then with 2.43 to play, it's Blackman's football. Reisner to Page again. Reisner has some time, looking downfield, long and deep and caught by Jacob Page, breaks the tackle 40. 
30, foot race, 20, 10, 5. End zone, touchdown. That goes for 75 big ones. Not sure if there was some blown coverage. They only rushed three guys and dropped everybody back. But Page was wide open. He was almost lonely out there, and Riser put it right on the money. That gave Blackman their first lead of the game with the extra point good, 21 uh, to 14. Blackman, but Stewart's Creek with 136 to play. They go to the bag of tricks. Appreciate our friends at Fans Heating and Air. Third down and 11 for the Red Hawks. Little reverse going right side is Munavong looking long and deep. Vanderbilt's there. Caught! Right! To the end zone. Touchdown, Red Hawks. Uh, that's like the double reverse flea flicker Steve Willie special right there. That looked like a play out of the Steve Willie uh, playbook right there. Old buddy Steve Willie used to coach at Smyrna, uh, but he was never afraid to roll the dice, and that was a big roll of the dice, and it come up a huge seven for the Creek. And that's a 53-yard strike for Stewart's Creek. That made it 21-21, uh, uh, but then uh, with just 24 seconds to play in the second, Jacob Reisner goes to the air again. Reisner rolls out right side. Stewart's Creek bringing pressure, flings it toward the end zone. Brown there, and Brown hauls it in. Touchdown! Blaze, 38-yard pass and catch, Reisner to Brown. Incredible concentration by Brown right there. He had a defender all over him. It was going to be defensive pass interference because he was face-guarding him and mugging him, but he still managed to come down with the football. Fantastic catch right there. The extra point good, and it's 28-21. That was the last score of the first half. Blackman Blaze lead the Stewart's Creek Redhawks 28-21, and that is a look at your Craig Stack Service first half recap. You know, tax laws can be confusing, so get help with your taxes. Craig's Tax Service specializes in personal and business tax preparation, financials, and bookkeeping services. You can call them at 890-2233. They're on Heritage Park Drive just off Memorial in Murfreesboro. Mike, Brandon, and Brett Craig, along with Bruce Hall, salute all Rutherford County teams this season and look forward to a great second half in tonight's game. Time for some defensive stats. Spans Heating and Air, JHA Company, and Winners Trophies, and Rod's been keeping a tally on those for us tonight. Okay, to start out with, do you realize that uh, Stewart's Creek's had the ball for 18 minutes and uh, Blackman's had it for about six? And, but you know, usually you think if you have that much advantage, you know, you... You're in good shape. Let's start with Blackman Blaze on defense. Uh, we have three players with five tackles. That's Elijah Pitts, uh, Ethan Carson, and uh, Jordan Rochelle. Those uh, three have done an outstanding job. Every time you turn around, they're making a tackle, but it also shows the fact that there was a lot of plays run by uh, Stewart's Creek in, in the game. Uh, also uh, scoring four was Justin Brown. And we had three with uh, Terrence Carpenter, another good linebacker. Uh, Matt Oliveira at three. And uh, so that kind of rounds out the Blackman Blaze. Stewart's Creek did not have as many plays to defend as quickly as the Blaze went down the field. Uh, the leading tackler is Nigel Maynard, uh, one of their most known. He's actually the first player they've ever had with power five interest in him. He's a junior, had three tackles. Uh, Taryn Lawrence had two. K.J. Moss had two. I'm oh, sorry. 
Underage Jameson had four, missed him. Okay, B.J. Peter had one, Bryson Hayes had one, and then uh, finishing up with one were Vincent Ramos, uh, Amari Rose, uh, and uh, Jalen White. All right. Thank you, Rod, for those uh, defensive stats here and just perusing to get you the latest update uh, on the Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home scoreboard. And uh, here we go with some scores, most of these games at half. And if you know what's going on in that uh, Laverne-Cane Ridge game, you can give us a shout on the text line at 615-893-1450 or hit us up at WGNS Sports on Twitter at the half. Again, Blackman 28, Stewart's Creek 21, Riverdale 7, Rockvale 6. Halftime score, one-point advantage Riverdale. Oakland 28, Siegel nothing at the half. Smyrna over Antioch, 21-0 at the half. Also, Eagleville leading Tennessee Heat, 26-7 at the half. And late in the second, MTCS 22, Trinity Christian nothing. And that's an update on the Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home scoreboard. We'll take another timeout here on the Ideas Tees Halftime Show and come back for the second half. Again, your score, Blackman 28, Stewart's Creek 21 on State Farm Prep Sports. Rely on the experienced professionals at Prentice Alsop Heating and Air. Whether it's the blazing heat of summer or the bitter cold of winter, let the Rain Pro professionals at Prentice Alsop Heating and Air Conditioning on West College Street keep your home or business comfortable year round. We service all major brands and, in most cases, offer same day service. Call us today at 615 890 1311. Prentice Alsop Heating and Air, your Rain Pro partner, heating and cooling contractor on West College Street, just under the Thompson Lane overpass. Turn to Turner Security for your business or your home. With Turner on your team, you're never alone. For everything you will need, all you gotta do is call. Turner's got it all. When you turn to Turner Security, powered by TechCore, you can leave your security issues at the door. Turn to Turner Security. Hello, this is Coy Young at Las Casas Feed Supply. We'd like to welcome you to our door. Whether you have a quarter acre or several, Las Casas Feed Supply has premium feeds and dog foods you can't find in box stores. Nutrition is our specialty here at Las Casas Feed. Plus, every Saturday morning, they have a local producer-only farmer's market with fresh vegetables, beef, pork, and more. Customer service and expertise that exceeds your expectations. Family owned and operated by Coy and Jennifer Young, Las Casas Feed Supply on Barlow Lane, just off Highway 96 East in Las Casas. Toots is the wings place. We've still got wings. We've still got chicken fingers. We hope they're the best you've ever had. Thank you for 36 years of good food and fun. Good food and fun. This is Nick Hayes with Toots Restaurants, and we'd love to thank you for 36 great years here in Rutherford County. Toots on Broad Street, Toots on South Church Street, Toots West on Highway 96, and Toots in Smyrna on Sam Riley Parkway. Good food and fun. Hello friends, Lenny Farmer with Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home. More than I can count, we have taken care of families who were totally caught off guard with the passing of a loved one. There are so many details to tie up, it really can be overwhelming. Again, more than I can count are the comments from families who have pre-planned and pre-funded their or their loved one's funeral saying, I'm so thankful we took care of this ahead of time. It would have been a financial hardship had we not. Let me help you pre-plan. Call me at 615-893-2422. I'm State Farm Agent Jeannie Allman, and you're listening to Prep Football. 
Welcome back as we continue State Farm Prep Sports. It's brought to you by the law offices of John Day, Rick's Barbecue, Edward Jones Financial Advisor Lee Colvin, and Prentice Alsop. Heating and air, Danny Brewer uh, rejoining. And, uh, Danny, uh, we talked in the pregame, and I think the first half kind of played out exactly like we talked about. You know, uh, Stewart's Creek, if they do their thing, run the football, could have some success. And Blackman, of course, have been passing all over the lot. And uh, Rod gave us the time of possession, but Blackman leads by a seven. Tortoise in the hair. That's yeah. what it's been, tortoise in the hair. Here's what I think Stewart's Creek. Now, I'm not the brightest bulb on the tree, but if I'm Stewart's Creek on defense, I'm blitzing. I'm bringing the house. Because they've they've not blitzed, they've rushed three men, and they've been torched. So I think that they may make some adjustments here. That would be if I'm on Stewart's Creek side, and I'm thinking defense, I'm going to start blitzing and bringing the dog on house. They've got to do something to try to slow this Blackman offense down. I mean, run the football is is big, and that's that's very important. But they're going to get the ball sooner or later, and you got to figure out a way to stop them. Well, here's the kick by Stewart's Creek to Blackman. Going to be picked up at the 11-yard line. And at the 20, sliding down is Blackman's Caden Perkins. And they'll have it at about the 21-yard line. And that's where the blaze will begin here with a lead, 28-21. Second half just underway. Don't forget you can check all the scores at uh, WGNSSports.com, the Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home Scoreboard, or if you follow us on Twitter at WGNSSports. We've got the scoreboard link there and uh, all of the scores trying to do some retweeting as well to keep you updated on everything going on tonight. Big region night here for all of our teams, uh, with the exception of Eagleville playing out of region this evening. Left to right are the uh, Blaze moving here. And a pass left side, and it's Jacob Page. Breaks a tackle at the 35 to the 40, 45, and up to about the 46-yard line. A nice little reversal of field there got him some extra yards. Little slip screen. They have run that play with great success all night long. Creek has not figured out a way to stop it, but yet you're right. He, he shifted directions, went off his block beautifully, big game. Neither team has had more than a touchdown lead tonight, and we've been tied a lot. This time it's Caden Perkins who tries to work up off the left side of that line, sneaks out for a couple of yards on the run play. And it'll bring up second down. They're going to give him, like, a yard. That's it. Yeah, yeah, not, not, not much there. Stewart's Creek did a good job up front on that one. At their 48 are the Blades. Moving left to right, two wides here near side. One on either side of the hashes. Perkins trying to run left side. Nothing there. And I believe that was uh, Wilkins, number 11. Yeah, I'm Creek, seeing that number Creek right. did a good job of stringing that one out and, and nailed him for a two-yard loss. So third down and 11 and a half, we'll call it. Wonder what they're going to do here, Brian. Uh, Reisner, somebody across the middle of the field maybe. I think you're probably right. <laughs> Got two receivers here on this side. He looks this way. And Stewart's Creek brings some pressure and can't get the pass to Landon Smith from the backfield. They brought the pressure that time. I think that's the key. So so you got third and long. You know what he's going to do. Pin your ears back and get after him. And they did, and it's fourth down. So will we see the first Blackman punt? I guess that's a big question. Fourth and, and a long way, 11 yards. But, hey, they're lining up like they're going to go for it. Hard count here by Reisner. Got Lee as kind of a halfback here, and 
Pitts in the backfield. They do kick it. It's Reisner. It's going to bounce out of bounds. It hits at the 24-yard line and then one more bounce out of bounds. So that's where the Stewart's Creek Redhawks will take over in their first stop defensively on the night tonight. Big stand for them. They get the ball back because in this game, they do not want to go down two scores. So huge stop right out of the gate for Stewart's Creek. It'll be first and 10 for the Red Hawks. And they're probably thinking, try to do some clock-eating drive here. Got Ote in the backfield. And Munavong is one of two receivers. Vanderbilt the other. Munavong at the hashes. Vanderbilt at the numbers. But the give is to Ote. Tries to run it up inside. Gets one yard. Not much there. Blackman did a good job. You know, Stewart's Creek's success has been between the tackles. That's one of the few times that Blackman has stuffed them for a minimal gain when they run between the tackles. Far side is Eric Johnson, the senior wide receiver. Vanderbilt out here on the numbers again to the near side. He is a junior. Ote in the backfield. Got Dylan Jones, tight end anchoring this near side of the line. Two wides right, one to the left. Hoover calls his own number, weaving in and out of traffic. He's going to be gang tackled at the 30. They, he tried the little counter play again, only that time it was very slow to develop. And the Blackman speed on defense is extremely good, and they just smothered that play. Lost a couple of yards back to the 30. Way too slow to develop. Third down and 10 from their own 30. 9.04 to play in the third. 28-21. Blackman leads Stewart's Creek. Stewart's Creek got a defensive stop, but now are facing a third and 10 on their first drive of the second half. Moving right to left from our vantage point here. Ball between the hashes. And Munavong in motion from right to left, and now a penalty marker thrown. I believe that's going to be off in some kind of motion penalty. And Stewart's Creek backing up five yards here. Back to the 25-yard line. False start so a false start against the Red Hawks will back them up to the 25, and now it's third and 15. Behind the chains, not where the creek wants to be right here. Ote is on the left hip of Hoover. Two wide right. And now Munavong in motion from left to right. Hoover with the pump fake. Now going to tuck it and run. 30, 20, or 35, and going to get it up to about the 37, 38-yard line. We'll mark it at the 37-yard line. It's going to be short of the first down marker, and that's where that penalty really hurt him. Really hurt him. Hoover is a little slow getting up right there. He tried to slice it up in there, just got stopped short. Fourth down and three. The penalty cost him five. That's why he said that penalty costly here. But on fourth and three at their 37, probably going to be a quick punt here by Hoover. I would say that would I would put it probably at uh, less than even money on that. 
And here's the kick, a low screamer, which is going to take a nice Stewart's Creek bounce inside the 30, inside the 20, roll inside the 15, down to about the 13-yard line. So a big quick kick there by Gage Hoover pins the Blackman Blaze back here. So we open up the second half. Unlike the first half, with two punts, there was only one punt in the entire first half. You think that some halftime adjustments were made there, Brian? It does appear that that uh, is the case. First and ten for the Blackman Blaze as they roll out. A lot of our other games getting ready to start the uh, third quarter of play. We're keeping an eye on Twitter here tonight. Um, looks like MTCS has scored again, leading 28-0. They're still in the first half of that one. Reisner, pass left side, is going to be dropped by Marshall. On the money, right in the hands. Surprised that Marshall didn't hold on right there. That was... Probably a case of looking upfield before you really had control of the football. I think you're absolutely right. You got to catch it first. Second and ten. Two wides left, one to the right. And Reisner steps up in the pocket, throws a long, deep ball down the right sideline, intended for Marshall, but well overthrown that time. And I think the Stewart's Creek pressure up the middle really kind of uh, made Reisner throw. A little errant. I believe you're right about that. Hats off to the creek. They're, they're pinning their ears back, and they tried to get after him right there. And, yes, forced him to get rid of it a little sooner than what he wanted to. So a big third down here and 10 for the Blaze. Reisner rolling out here to the right. Throwing and incomplete. That one was intended for Brown at the, about the 25-yard line, which would have been enough for a first down. But on the run, making that throw was a tough one. Ball could have been caught, but it would have been a tough catch. But they've been the first half. They made all those catches, but that one went right through his hands. And it wasn't it wasn't an easy catch, but it was a makeable catch. So deep in their own territory here, back at the 12-yard line, and you've got Reisner to punt. He will be in the end zone. So Stewart's Creek should get good field position here. Play clock down to 14 as the ball is in the air. High kick, but not very long. No, shanked out of bounds. The sure creek did. is going to get excellent field position right here. I think they're going to get it about their, the about the 26-yard line. Or no, he's walking even further. Oh, it's the 22. 22-yard line is where Stewart's Creek will take over here after the Blackman punt. And, boy, the opportunities don't get much bigger than this for points. Big stand by the Creek defense on that one right there. They, they made Blackman go backward, and the, the punt was not what Tigard wanted to see, I'm sure. Red Hawks roll out here. Ball from the right hash at the 22-yard line, sniffing the Steve Martin construction red zone to Ote. He's well within that now as he crosses over the 20. Looks like he got to about the 19-yard line. On first and 10, makes it a three-yard pickup, second and seven now. Nice run by him up the middle, just squirted right through there. Hoover breaks the huddle. Sends Vanderbilt and Munavong here to the near side. Munavong at the hashes, Vanderbilt at the numbers. A little shifting. At the line of scrimmage, tied in, lined up here left side. Coming this way is Ote, crosses the 15, 
Rebels inside the 15 to about the 12 and a half yard line. And it brings up third and short here. Third and about a yard and a half. Quick quick hit and play right between the tackles. That is when Creek has had the most success. And Ote did a nice job finding the hole and squirting through there for, for a positive gain. Very positive yardage. Third down here at the 14. Stewart's Creek trails 28-21. Hoover with an empty backfield. Keeps up the gut. Crosses the 10, maybe the 9. They may spot him at the 10, it looks like, but it's enough for the first down by about three yards, four yards, actually. It's a five-yard gainer there and a first bank. First down for the Red Hawks. Quick hitter between the tackles, quarterback draw. The kid ran with great determination right there, and now he set up a first and goal for the Creek. Let's see, second quarter score, maybe halftime score. Uh, Cane Ridge 14, Laverne 7 at the half. Finally got an update on that one. Here's Ote running between the numbers, now breaks into the second level and in there. Touchdown, 10-yard rumble by Javarian Ote. Right between the tackles. Excellent job by Ote of reading his blocks and finding the hole. We're an extra point away from being tied up here. That's Stewart's Creek touchdown coming with 5.04 to play here in the third. Toots touchdown. Toots, good food and fun. Jaden Norwood on for point. Try to tie this ball game up. Snap, set, kick away, and it is good. With 5.04 to play in the third, we're all tied up at 28-28 on State Farm Prep Sports. Middle Tennessee Christian School, training for eternity. The large majority of our kids are involved in athletics or extracurricular activities, one or the other. And most are doing multiple activities. MTCS President Matt Tiller. And that's a great preparation for life. How many of us in our life are just doing one thing? So a well-rounded student is a huge deal. Invest in your child's future in a Christ-centered environment with many athletic and extracurricular choices. Without a doubt, our students have the opportunity to be involved in multiple activities. To find out more, visit mtcscougars.org. You have a vision, we have the financing to make it happen. At Wilson Bank & Trust, we have the resources that individuals, families, and businesses need to grow and achieve their goals. As an independent, local community bank, we're able to provide loans with great rates, fast decision-making, and personal service from one of our local, friendly lenders. We believe in the power of possibility. It's why we say yes more often. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. I'm State Form Agent Emerson Williams, former running back at Oakland High School, and you're listening to Prep Football. Kick, and Elijah Pitts returns it to the 33-yard line, and that's where the Blackman Blaze will begin here with uh, 4.55 now to play in the third, all tied up at 28-28, and uh, pretty nice drive there by Stewart's Creek with great field position. you got to take advantage of that, and they did. Exactly right. When you have those opportunities, you have to make the most of them, and credit to Creek, they did. First and ten here for the Blaze. Reisner keeping it himself, drives it up the middle across the 35 to the 36-yard line, and now penalty markers. Or ball maybe on the ground. Yeah, it could have been that. Or I think it was Marshall in the Wildcat, not Reisner. 
I think that's a penalty marker because it's still down there. Thought it could have been a beanbag, but it is a penalty on the play. You're absolutely right. There is some laundry on the field, and it's yellow. I saw something fly in the air. The white hat. It's going to be a personal foul against Stewart's Creek. Oh, not what the Creek First wanted right there. Man, that is, that's the first one of this game, and that is a biggie. So now the ball is in Stewart's Creek territory at the 47. What a huge play right there. Huge. Yeah, not like I said, not what the Creek wanted. Coach Ben Caudill is not very happy here on the uh, Creek sideline. It's going to be offsides on the Creek. Yep. So much motion on Blackman right there. The offensive line is is uh, shifting all around, and I believe the Creek jumped offsides, so I think it's going to be offsides, and it is offsides on the Creek. So Blackman hasn't snapped the football, and we've got 20 yards down to the 43 now of Stewart's Creek. Lots of deception. If you look, the, the offensive line is just a, it's just a jumble of kids, and then they get there, and then they shift all around, and that caused the creek to jump off sides last time. And now we've got uh, an official timeout. They forgot their flag. Sure did. How can you throw it if you ain't got it, huh? Well, he wanted to make sure he had it so he could throw it. I think he maybe <laughs> reached down and pulled it out. <laughs> First and five now at the Creek 43. Reisner with the hard count and now. Uh, and the they did six. it again. Sure did. They did it again. The same play. The, the offensive line jumbles all around and Creek uh, jumped right off sides. Now 25 yards. And they haven't snapped the football. So that's enough for a first down as well. And the ball is at the 38 yard line. That's a brain teaser. That formation is definitely a brain teaser. And there they go again. But Creek didn't jump this time. First and 10 now. Reisner keep, or Marshall keeps, comes near side and takes it inside the 35. Going to be muscled down around the 32 yard line. And it's second down and about five with a five yard gain there for Marshall. That's just old-fashioned football right there. We're going to direct snap it, and we're coming with what we got. What you going to do? Pretty much the same formation. And now they switch at the line of scrimmage again. Line up a little heavy on the right side. Will reverse, and now going left side is Justin Brown trying to get the edge, 30. Angles out of bounds at around the 27-28 yard line. And uh, pretty good speed on the edge, but Stewart's Creek with nice pursuit there. Creek sniffed it out. The kid that tried to string it out, he had an offensive lineman all over him, and he just couldn't get free enough to bring the Blackman carrier down. But they, they did a nice job because that play could have gotten ugly for Creek in a hurry. First and 10 for the Blaze at the 33 of Stewart's Creek. 3.29 to play here in the third. Tied up at 28 all. Brown coming right side. Stutter steps now is going to be ridden out of bounds at the 25-yard line. Picks up just uh, three, four yards there to make it sack it down. Blackman is showing another of their faces right here. Uh, you know, they, they've got all kind of phases to their offense, 
and now you know they've thrown the football the entire game. Now they're they're down to just flat running it, bringing it. Here we come, Wildcat formation. What are you gonna do? Marshall fakes the handoff and gives it to Brown. Brown down the left side, 20, 15, and we'll see where he's out of bounds. Nice run there, angled right toward the sideline and just turned on the Jets to the 10-yard line in the Steve Mark construction red zone. Other Blackman Blaze. You know, I ask myself, how do you game plan for that if you're on the, the opposition, opposition side on the defense? How do you game plan for this Blackman offense? Because this is totally different from what we saw in the first half. And Please. maybe something you didn't even see on film, you know? Absolutely. Didn't see this in their Riverdale game for sure. Here's Marshall. Now turns it up inside, going to be driven back. Did get a few yards on first and goal. See where they move the football down to, where they spot it. Looks like it's going to be at the seven. So picked up three. Just tough running right there by Marshall. He's just getting up, trying to get up inside and getting what he can. He's a good-sized kid, and he's just trying to make the most of, of his size and athleticism. Second and goal from the seven-yard line for the Blaze. Looks like that's Brown in the Wildcat this time, and it is Justin Brown. And whistles. This may be against Blackman here, and it is. Going to back them up five. False start against the Blaze, so that just that helps Stewart's Creek at least kind of gain some composure here. Try, try to slow them down a little bit. I mean, you know, they're, they're not snapping the ball as quickly, but with all of the motion and all the direction and all that kind of stuff, you know, I'm sure you're left scratching your head over there. What are they going to do here? Once they get set, they kind of go to the power side, but they have used a little misdirection. Like I said, very confusing. Tygard is a – he's an offensive – he's very ingenuitive in, uh, uh, offensively there. Second and goal from the 12 for the Blaze. Marshall, no, it's Reisner back in at QB, looking downfield, pump fake now on the run. Ten, slides at the five-yard line. Slide down to about uh, four and a half. If he stays on his feet, I think he scores. Maybe so. It's third and goal. Ball at the four. Big play in this game. We're all tied up at 28-28, nearing the end of the third quarter. Reisner comes near side, throws to the end zone, bopped in the air and incomplete. Could have been picked right there, right through the hands of Tavon Lawrence, right there, right through his hands. Intended for Brown. Now on fourth down, what does Blackman decide to do? Evan Russell has not attempted a field goal this year. So I'd say they're going for it. I think you're right. They look like they're lining up to go for it. With they've got the field spread, uh, four receiver set. Fourth and goal from the four. Twins to the left. That's the short side. Wide side here is the right. Receiver on either side of the hashes. And now whistle. Is there a timeout called? There is. Let's step aside here for 30 seconds, and we'll be right back to see what Blackman does on fourth and goal from the four in just a moment on State Farm Prep Sports. Mom, it's hot in here, and the air conditioning isn't working. Okay, I'll take care of it. Mom, I'm sweating. It's so hot. All right, I'm calling Roscoe Brown. 
When your AC is down, call Roscoe Brown. For more than 80 years, Roscoe Brown has served families like yours. Turn to the experts at Carrier and Roscoe Brown for all your HVAC and plumbing services. Roscoe Brown. RoscoeBrown.com. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Womack, and you're listening to Prep Football. Our game brought to you here on WGNS by Animal City, Music World, and Drummer's Den, Stones River Town Center, along with Mills Family Pharmacy and good neighbor State Farm Agent Andy Womack out on West Northfield Boulevard near the Ford dealer, Andy Womack, 890-0850. Here it's fourth and goal for Blackman at the four-yard line. Looks like Reiser's in there, quarterback. Twins to the left. He's looking that way to that back corner of the end zone. It is incomplete. Incomplete intended for Jacob Page, but he was out of bounds when he made the grab, and Stewart's Creek takes over. Nice job of holding his position by the Stewart's Creek defender. He would not let Brown get in front of him, and he held his spot, and he forced him to catch it out of bounds. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home scoreboard update. Uh, James with a three-yard run to put Oakland up 35-0 in the third quarter. That's uh, the newest score we've got. And going to the fourth quarter, Smyrna 34, Antioch nothing. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home scoreboard update. Here, 28-28, and Stewart's Creek will take over at their own four-yard line. That was a nice defensive stand, but now you've got to be very careful with the football here. Zote on a quick hitter up the gut, keeps to his feet, climbs up to about the eight-yard line. That was a pretty nifty run right there. Kind of closed on him pretty quick. It did, but he almost squirted free. If he breaks that tackle, he might still be running. It's very true. Sack it down. He picked up a little touch better than five yards there. 30 seconds left here in the third quarter. Tied at 28. Hoover to Ote again. Bounces it outside. Has some room. 20, 30. Going to be ridden out of bounds at about the 34-yard line. And now a penalty marker. This may be a late hit. That kid has got the speed to be very dangerous. Anytime he touches the football, he squirted outside. And, and for once, they made yardage outside the tackles. There's going to be some additional yardage tacked on to that long run here, I do believe. It was a first down run, obviously. Got the ball to about the 35-yard line. They are picking up the flag, however. They're waving it off, so no penalty. It was thrown in the vicinity of the sideline where the hit was made. But they've decided to pick that up. No penalty and it's first and 10 after the first bank first down to the 34 yard line 14.6 seconds first down did stop the clock so they'll run one play here Hoover with Ote lined up behind him Ote waits on a little hole to open up not much there maybe a yard or two and that's going to wind up here the third quarter of play. We're all tied up at 28-28. Hope you'll stay with us when we come back. We will have the fourth quarter in this great region contest from Stewart's Creek. One minute on State Farm Prep Sports. 
Here at Bud's Tire, we make buying Michelin tires simpler. I'm Allison Mitchell with Bud's Tire Pros. We offer a straightforward approach to service, including nationwide warranties with every purchase. Stop in today to see our full lineup of Michelin and BF Goodrich tires. For whatever you drive, Michelin and BF Goodrich have a tire to fit any need. Bud's Tire Pros, hassle-free, guaranteed. We're located on East Main Street, exactly three miles from the town square, one mile past Rutherford Boulevard. Visit us online at BudsTireProsTN.com. Dr. Russell McKissick of Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance talks about the grassroots effort in our local schools to ensure proper care for players. To make sure our teams are covered here locally, be there for our trainers. Yeah, it's a passion that we have to try to take care of our athletes here in town and be there just to keep everybody playing as healthy and as best they can. From a community standpoint, one of the most important things you do at TOA, I'd guess. Man, I think it's definitely a way to pay back to our community just to be there for them and watch some great sports too. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance, TOA, live your best life. I'm State Farm Agent Celeste Middleton, and you're listening to Prep Football. Hoover Keeps comes to the near side, 35, gets a nice little block, 40, and up to the 45-yard line, and it's enough for a first down. What a nice run by Gage Hoover for the first down. Very nice reading the blocks. The offensive line was able to hold up, keep the defenders off of him. He, he picked his way through for a nice gain and a first down for the Creek. Ball here from the near hash. Hoover gets the play from the sideline. Ote in the backfield with him. Two wide left, Munavong and Vanderbilt. One here to the right. Ote trying to go up right up the gut between the tackles and nothing doing there and leading the way was uh, William King, the D lineman there for the Blackman Blaze. Completely stuffed it. Nothing there. Absolutely nothing there. Brings up Sackett down. They're going to say actually lost a yard there. Pushed back about a yard. So Sackett and 11 back to the 44-yard line. They're on their side of the field here. Backfield empty. Bunch set, three receivers left. Ote lined up as a receiver. He's in motion right to left. Gets the handoff. Tries to turn it upfield at the numbers. Nothing there. Very difficult to run outside against Blackman because of their excellent team speed. It's hard to run those stretch plays like that and get any yardage against the Blaze because they're just so fast. Justin Brown with the big tackle for the Blaze, making it third and 12. So back-to-back one-yard losses. Back at the 43-yard line. For Blackman to pin their ears back here one more time. Hoover checks his wrist for the play, sets him down. Rolls out here to the near side. Throws it on the run. And is it a catch? No, it kind of skipped in, intended there for Eric Johnson. That would have been for a first down, just did not get under the football. Play developed quite well, threw it a little bit low, but it was a wonderful play, and the first down was there if he could have held on. So on fourth down here, fourth and 12, look for Stewart's Creek to punt. Hoover does take care of those duties as well. They are lined up in a punt formation. Here's the kick. 
It's going to be a pretty good one if it gets down and rolls. It's not going to roll, however. It's going to bounce to about the 19-yard line. Tried to roll the other direction or bounce the other direction. Looked like one of Rod's golf shots when he pitches it up. You know, he's just off the green. He pitches it up there and he's got that backspin on it, makes it check up real good. That's not what you wanted there, but that's what it did. Well, it beats my golf swing. <laughs> I'm still wanting to know why John Dinkins doesn't invite anybody to play golf with him. Uh, None of us, anyway. He's at another level, man, I'm telling you. I don't know. First and 10 at the 20 is where the Blaze will take over. And slipping is Marshall, and that's going to cost him. Going to maybe eke out a yard out of it, but kind of slipped on the turf there. You can see the pellets fly. Nice penetration by the creek. They blew that up, and when Marshall tried to juke and jive, like there was nothing doing right there. Brings up a second down. Second and nine. Reisner drops back. Looks right side oh, and left it. It is picked off by the Stewart's Creek Redhawks. I believe that is Trey Churchwell, 43, with the pick and the first turnover of this game. Big pick right there. He, he jumped the route. Reisner threw it to where he thought his receiver was going to be, but big credit to the Creek. They jumped the route, was right there, held on. Big opportunity right here for the Creek. You know, they first down inside Blackman territory. First and 10. They had just punted to Blackman, and now they get the football back. 9-11 left in this tie ball game. And they have it first and 10 at the 33 of Blackman. Hoover sending Munavong in motion. They fake to him. The give is to Ote. Runs left side and ekes out a couple there. Angling toward the numbers. And it'll bring up a second down here. This game tight as a tick, 28-28. We've dropped under nine minutes to play in this one. Very entertaining football game here. You know, before the game, if I told you it's going to be 28-all with uh, eight minutes to go in the fourth quarter, I'm not sure how many people would believe me. Probably right about that. But you never know about this region, that's for sure. The, the football is the best in Rutherford County. Second and nine. Tight end Jones anchoring the right side of the line. The give to Ote, slung down, no. He breaks the tackle, now dives forward and saves face there, getting down to about the 33-yard line. Marshall had a chance to bring him down for a loss. Credit to Ote, he kept fighting, kept the legs moving, and picked up. I think he got back to the line of scrimmage is what he did. Yep, makes it third and nine here. Receiver to the far side is Vanderbilt. I think it's four down territory here, so they they just need some positive yardage to make it fourth and, and makeable. Play clock gets down to 13 seconds. Hoover sets him down. Ote lines up behind him. Bunch set of two receivers left. Now Munavong in motion. No, fakes. Pass into the flat over there for him and breaks a tackle, 30. Inside the 30 at the 28-yard line, he's out of bounds. It'll be fourth down. Nice positive play. It makes it fourth and makeable where you've got options here. When it's fourth and long, you pretty much know you're going to pass. Now it's it's fourth and about five and a half, 
So you've got run pass options here. Did mark it uh, at the 29-yard line. Looks like they need to get to about the 23. About a six-yard pickup is what they need. Hoover in trouble in the backfield. Rolls out here to the near side. Pass incomplete. Intended for the tight end, Dalen Jones. Marshall blew that play up. He come from off the edge, forced Hoover to try to juke and jive, and then he just had to dump the ball off. The receiver was not open. The play really never had a chance. So now the Blaze will take over, first and ten. And after the first half, which saw us 28-21 Blackman, only one score in the third quarter, and that was by Stewart's Creek to tie it up at 28. Here's a pass, going to be caught by Campbell Lee. Lee from the 40 up to about the 44-yard line and a big gainer on first and 10 there. Nice play. The blitz was coming, but Riser put the ball on the money. Trip bunch set at the numbers here. Play comes this way, and it's caught by Elijah Pitts. Pitts, 45-40 in the open field, 35, and wrestled down at the 30-yard line in Stewart's Creek territory. Nice run after the catch. A little slip screen right there. They ran that a lot in the first half with huge success, and this one was more of the same right there. So a first bank, first down for the Blackman Blaze. It's 38-38. As you listen into our game tonight on State Farm Prep Sports. New score, Eagleville 34, Tennessee Heat 14 going to the fourth quarter. Here on the first and 10, it's a run up the middle to the 26-yard line by Smith. So second and five, yes, second and five, so a five-yard gainer. Ball marked ready at the 26. Reisner passes here near side, finds Pitts, shakes a guy to the 20 now. And inside the 20, out of bounds at the 18-yard line. And Blackman with another first bank first down, operating now in the Steve Martin Construction Red Zone. Battled through a couple of tackles there to get a first down. Blackman is back on the gas pedal offensively now. Reisner looking right side, finds Page. Page from the hashes, drives inside and going to rumble down to about the 11-12 yard line. Another little little slip screen where the receiver comes back to the football. Reisner puts it on the money, and there's big gaps out there. Second down and four. Ball at the 12. Fake the handoff, and this time, uh, Caden Perkins going to be dropped for a loss. They fake the handoff through the man in motion to the left, and Perkins was going to try to go up the gut with it, but Stewart's Creek read that one well. Nice penetration by the Stewart's Creek D-line to blow that one up. Oakland tacks on another touchdown, and they're in the fourth quarter, leading 42 to nothing. Quarterback by the name of Creasy with an eight-yard touchdown pass. There you go. Sophomore getting some action. Second and 
Should be third down, though, shouldn't it? There is some discussion. I don't know if there was a penalty marker, and I just didn't see it. Yes, it should be third down, unless my math is incorrect because uh, they had. Well, there's discussion with Coach Caudill on the sideline. There was a penalty, maybe. No? No. Ball is at the 16. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's declined, however. So it's an illegal formation penalty against the Blaze. Declined. So that takes the down away. So it is third down. Reisner back to pass. Floats one over to Perkins. Caden Perkins, 10. And upended at about the six-yard line. Little screenplay. They did an excellent job of selling it. Stewart's Creek bit, and Blackman made him play. It's going to be first and goal now, I do believe. Yes, indeed, and there is uh, an injured uh, Blackman player, and I'm not so sure. Looks like a lineman. I'm, uh, is it? I, I can't, yeah. Younger fans who need a ride Looks like maybe some uh, cramping issues going on there, possibly, or lower extremity. We hope it's cramping. Yep. Uh, our coverage tonight brought to you by Ideas Tees, Dan France Concrete, along with Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home and Middle Tennessee Christian School, and also First National Bank of Middle Tennessee, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, Dr. Automotive, along with our friends at State Farm. Well, uh, let's run down a look at the uh, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home scoreboard, update you on some of the scores that we have uh, collected so far here. Of course, 28-28 in our game with 4.50 to play. 4.50 to go in this one. Still anybody's game. And uh, have not had an update, and I've got a couple of people that are doing updates on Riverdale and Rockvale. It was 7-6 at the half. I'm assuming it's still 7-6 in that ball game. Oakland up 42-0 over Siegel. And it was uh, Smyrna 34, Antioch nothing in the fourth quarter. Don't think that one has, uh, well, looks like uh, Antioch just scored with about 149 to play. So they just put on a score. And let's see, fourth quarter, Eagleville 34, Tennessee Heat 14. And that's a look at the scoreboard as we've got it updated so far. A few of the other scores are a little on the toasty side, if you will. You kind of had to figure the Riverdale-Rockville game was going to be a street fight. See, that is number 64, Evan Kramer, the senior, getting up for the blaze. He's walking off on, uh, I think you're right, I think it was probably a cramp because he he seems to be walking off okay. So it is first and goal for the blaze from the five-yard line. First and goal with the ball at the five-yard line. Blackman led 28-21 at halftime. But uh, midway through the third, Stewart's Creek tied it at 28, and that's where we've been for a while. A late addition from the sideline running in here for the blaze. And it's Marshall, Wildcat, taking it. Right side, he's held out. Did get it to about the three. Stood up nicely by the Creek defense right there. You know, Marshall is a load. 
Big kid, runs real well, but hats off to the Creek defense right there. They stood him up and stopped his forward progress after only a one-yard gain. Sack it down. Look for more of the same right here. I think Marshall's still in there. Second and goal from the three. Marshall does have Landon Smith in there in the backfield with him, but he keeps and runs right up the gut for the touchdown. Marshall keeps it himself, and it's a three-yard TD, and the Blaze take the lead. Squirted right through there. It almost looked like he was virtually untouched. Touchdown for the Blaze. Coming with 3.49 to play in the ball game. Toots touchdown. Don't forget, Toots is open even late after the game tonight. You want a late-night snack? At Toots, good food and fun. Evan Russell for point. It's up, and it is good. So your new score with 3.49 to play. Stewart's Creek trails Blackman 35-28 on State Farm Prep Sports. Technology with a personal touch. Mills Family Pharmacy can package your meds whether you have one or over a dozen by day or by dose. No other family pharmacy offers this custom medication packaging service for free. They can even deliver the meds to your home as well. And if you go to MillsFamilyPharmacy.com, you can get a smartphone app to manage refills. Modern tech, local touch. Mills Family Pharmacy on Highway 231. Mills Family Pharmacy, a proud supporter of Rutherford County Prep Sports. Meet Little Caesar's Thin Crust Pizza with toppings all the way to the edge and a crispy crust. I love you, Cindy. Sorry, but that commercial voice guy was right. I only love thin crust. Ouch, Billy. Put on your fancy pants and sashay into Little Caesar's for the Fanceroni Pepperoni. With over a hundred crispy old world pepperoni and cheesy crust edge, you'll be saying fancy words like indubitably or crochet. Walk in and walk out for only $9.99. Little Caesar's in Murfreesboro on Memorial Warrior Drive, South Rutherford and Old Fort. Pizza, pizza. Here's the Russell kick, and it is kicked straight ahead. Picked up and fallen down at the 20-yard line is Ote. And no return. I think the old turf monster may have cost him some footing there. I may have very curious whether he slipped or just fell because you would think a kid with that speed, why are you going to fall down at this stage of the game? Going to the fourth quarter, Riverdale 7, Rockvale 6 on your Jennings and Ayers funeral home scoreboard. So it did just get that, 7-6. Uh, so a scoreless third quarter in that one. Well, it's pretty simple here for Stewart's Creek, 345. They need a score. Got to find a way. You know, they got to find a way. They need to get a little bit of, uh, of yardage right here to kind of give themselves options. Gage Hoover, the signal caller, sends Munavong in motion from right to left. Now they pass to him here near side. 25 to the 30, squirts up to the 35-yard line, and a nice run after the catch, finally taken down by Matthew Oliveri for the Blaze, but a first bank, first down for the Red Hawks. Gives them some good breathing room right there. Munavong uses speed and his elusiveness to get a big gain and get Stewart Creek out of the hole a little bit right there. 327 left in the ball game here in the fourth quarter. Ote dances up left side, tries to eke out a yard, two, he's going to get about a yard. Trying to open up that middle a little bit. They've had success doing that all night long. That's where they've gotten most of their yardage rushing-wise is between the tackles. So I, I think that that's a good call, just didn't get the necessary yardage that they wanted out of it. Second and about a 
Eight and a half yards to go here. Munavong in motion right to left. Hoover rushed out of the pocket, throw high. And great call defensively as Blackman brought pressure right up the gut. Got a late flag there, Brian. Let's see what that is. William King on the quarterback hurry. This could be a critical penalty in this game, depending on where it goes. I'm not sure, like I said, where it was thrown at, I'm not sure. Oh, it's a personal foul against the creek. Man, that's tough. And Ben Caudill cannot believe it. I'm not sure what happened there. I didn't see anybody hit the ground or anything. The, the guy where they threw it at was in the pass pattern, where guys were out in their pass pattern. So I'm not really sure what happened there, but it was definitely a late flag. That takes the ball all the way back to the 22-yard line. So if you're Blackman, you got to love a second and 20-plus uh, yards. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, that, now you just don't let anybody get behind you. Hoover looks, looks, now comes up, tucks it and runs. 35 to the 36, or 25 to the 26-yard line. Clock at 2.36. Had very few in the pass pattern right there, so that's kind of a little bit of a curious call. Third and 19. Got to think, trailing, 2.20 to play. If you're Stewart's Creek, you got to get a first down here, or it's definitely uh there's a another down down flag play. down. There's yeah. a flag down on the far side there. A oh, sideline warning, I think. So that's just a warning, but it's must be the second one because they're moving. So it's against Blackman, and it's a five-yard penalty, so that helps Stewart's Creek a bit. And the ball at the 32-yard line now. They need to get it to the 45 for a first down. Still operating on their side of the field. 2.14 to play. Blackman leads 35-28. Hoover in trouble now. Rushed out of the pocket, stops, plants, throws it away. Incomplete. It's fourth down. Didn't have much choice there. He had to get rid of the ball or he was facing lost yardage. Blackman was in his face early in in that play, and he didn't really have much chance. Once again, not many players on the route there. Looks like uh, Rockvale just went ahead 13-7 in that game in the fourth quarter against Riverdale, 13-7 Rockvale. Is that the, like, Highway 99 rivalry I guess it is. Fourth down, here we go. Fourth and long, incomplete. Really kind of underthrown, intended for Vanderbilt. And Blackman takes over with 2.03 to play and a seven-point lead. It might be time for the old gal to start warming the pipes up. We don't know. Still two minutes left. This has been a crazy game. You don't know what's going to happen just yet, but not what you wanted to see from Stewart's Creek right there. Well, that definitely puts Blackman in the driver's seat, if you will. First final tonight in uh, Oakland Patriots now 35 in a row with their win over their rival Siegel this evening. And it was uh, a 56-yard run by Rockvale's Daniel. 
in the fourth quarter, just starting the fourth. Here's Marshall on the keep. Just kind of a safe run inside to the 26-yard line on first and 10. I got a feeling that's what we're going to see for the net for, for as long as Blackman can do it. Why would you do anything different? The, the time is on your side right now. You're on the Stewart's Creek side of the field. You don't have to worry about a fumbled handoff if you just direct snap it to Marshall. And the kid's a load. Like I said, I think that's what's going to happen probably every play. Well, they're letting the play clock run down as far as it can here. Another first down's probably going to do it. On second and four, Marshall and a penalty marker thrown here with 119 to play. I believe that'll be on Blackman. Yeah, procedure on Blackman. So that will make uh, second down a little more difficult here. Which, you know, I mean, if you're Blackman, that may not be totally bad because, it, you know, you just want to snap the ball as many times as you can to run the play clock. It's down to 119, the game clock here. 35-28, Blackman on top with the football. Second and nine after the five-yard penalty. Marshall still in at QB. Takes a safe run up around the hashes, crosses the 30 to about the 27-yard line, and we've got uh, Stewart's Creek timeout to save the clock here. It will be third down for Blackman with 1.11 to play. It's a seven-point Blackman lead. We'll take 30 seconds and be right back on State Farm Prep Sports. Hi, this is Dan with Music World and Drummer's Den. I'm the guitar tech here. We're a pretty well-rounded music store. We have every guitar, keyboard, drum that you might be looking for. Parts are available, strings, accessories. We also have lessons, $25 for a half hour of keys, anything with strings and drums. It's all here. Music World and Drummer's Den. We're your hometown music store. Music World and Drummer's Den, 2762 South Church, right across from Indian Hills Golf Course. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, and you're listening to Prep Football. Our coverage also brought to you by good neighbor State Farm Agent Jeannie Allman at 125 Heritage Park Drive, just off Memorial Boulevard. That's State Farm Agent Jeannie Allman at 896-2013. Third down after the timeout. Third and six from the 27. Blackman tried that shift by the lineman again. Now Marshall taking it outside. Gets the first down, 20, 15, 10, 5, and finally wrestled down. Bold his way. You know, he, he got outside. Credit to the Blackman wideout. He threw his hands up. He didn't want to get caught for any kind of penalty where they might say clip it or hold it or anything like that, and he just left it in Ben Marshall's hands, and the kid bowled his way inside the, the five-yard line. Under a minute to play now. It's first and goal for Blackman at the four-yard line. And now the decision, are they just going to take a knee? They really don't have to run another play. 40 seconds, nine seconds on the play clock. They do roll up to the line of scrimmage. Marshall takes it right side and takes a knee or kind of just crumbles to the ground. (laughs) And looks like we've got... Another timeout here by Stewart's Creek. 
So let's step aside for 30 seconds, and uh, we'll see how this game finishes out here. Blackman leads 35-28, just 26 and a half seconds to play on State Farm Prep Sports. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm agent Jeannie Allman. Give me a call at 615-896-2013. With discounts up to 40%, you may find it even costs less. Your home, your auto, together they're where life happens. I'm State Farm agent Andy Wama. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me help you save by combining your home and auto. I'm State Farm Agent Dana Womack, and you're listening to Prep Football. Back here on State Farm Prep Sports, it's uh, 26.6 seconds exactly left here. Blackman up by seven with the football, second and goal. Marshall takes it right side, goes down inside the 10 and about the eight-yard line, and it looks like the final timeout has been taken, I believe. The clock never started, I can tell you that. Still at 26.6. So, I guess a free play. Third down, uh, (laughs) let's take 30 seconds. We'll come back. I think this game will finish at some point in just a minute on State Farm Prep Sports. If someone asked, what's your more, would you be surprised? Well, at First Bank, knowing your more is where we start. Whether it's seeing your kid's college graduation, seeing the world, or seeing the ocean from your patio, Your more helps us see who you are. That's why First Bank offers you more time, more access to local lenders and leaders, more answers, and more products. So tell us, what's your more? First Bank. Bank local. Get more. Member FDIC. I'm State Farm Agent Jeannie Allman, and you're listening to Prep Football. Jacob Reisner back in at quarterback. Takes a knee, and that should run out the clock here. And that is going to be your final score, it does appear. Final score tonight, the Blackman Blaze, winners over the Stewart's Creek Redhawks. And again, the uh, final tonight, 35-28. to 28. It was really an outstanding football game. And one of those, Danny, you just really hate to see anybody lose, but, uh, you know, Stewart's Creek can hang their heads high. This was really an outstanding game. Very, very entertaining football game. Great high school atmosphere. Exactly what you want to see from a competition standpoint. Neither team wanted to give an inch. Both stood really tall. You're absolutely right. It's a shame that that Creek has to lose. You know, you're not, as a coach, you know, you don't put a lot of stock in moral victories, but this absolutely was a moral victory for Stewart's Creek. Well, let's uh, take our final timeout here of the game. We're going to come back with the Prentice Alsop Heating and Air postgame show. It's coming up next here as you listen to State Farm Prep Football. Does being a caregiver for your loved one wear you out? Then Arosa Care is here to help. Arosa has an experienced team of caregivers and licensed care managers who help families make educated decisions regarding the aging process. This is Erin Keogh Rankin. Let me help you. Call us at 615-848-6774 or find us at arosacare.com. This is a paid legal ad. You've probably heard it a million times. If you're injured, call a lawyer. And you probably haven't because you don't know how much it will cost, how long it will take, or even if you have a case. 
At the law offices of John Day, we provide a free initial consultation because we understand that folks don't want to pay a lawyer only to find out they don't have a case. If you think we can help, we do so on a contingency basis, which means we only get paid if you do. Seriously injured? Call me, John Day. Shop your favorites at Dillard's, JCPenney, Rue 21, Hot Topic, and more. Grab a bite at Crab Fever, Sam Sports Grill, Olive Garden, or Miller's Ale House. With more than 60 retailers, you're sure to find something that you'll love at Stones River Town Center. Find them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for style tips, upcoming events, and sales information. Stones River Town Center, awful Fort Parkway in Murfreesboro. Shopping centered on you. Online at shopstonesriver.com. Dr. Automotive is the cure for your car. Brothers, Danny and Randy Brewer, have been providing Rutherford County with ASE certified auto repair for nearly 20 years. You'll receive courteous and friendly customer service every time. Why? Because we grew up here and you are our neighbors. Foreign and domestic auto repair and maintenance on Hazelwood Drive in Smyrna, just off I-24. SmyrnaAutoRepair.com, 615-220-0971. Just ask for Danny. I'm State Form Agent Emerson Williams, former running back at Oakland High School, and you're listening to Prep Football. Welcome back to Stewart's Creek High School. Final score tonight, 35-28 Blackman Blaze. Time for the Prentice Allsup Heating and Air postgame show. Prentice Allsup Heating and Air services all major brands and, in most cases, offers same-day service. Rely on the Ream Pro Professionals at Prentice Allsup Heating and Air to keep your home or business comfortable year-round. Call 615-890-1311 or check them out online at PrenticeAllsup.com. Prentice Allsup Heating and Air on West College Street bringing you the postgame show. Let me run down the scores that we have so far, and then we'll get into some uh, totals here and your replays, all of that coming up here. Uh, It was final, 35-28, Blackman a winner. In the fourth quarter, Rockvale has taken a 13-7 lead as they're hosting Riverdale tonight. Oakland a winner, 42-0. It was uh, late in the game, uh, Smyrna 34, Antioch 7. I have a feeling that one is final, and I did just get uh, the heads up that that one is final. Thank you to Jeff Shipley, who always keeps us updated on those scores uh, coming in from uh, Smyrna High School. So congrats there to the Bulldogs. Still undefeated as they uh, roll in to take on Riverdale next week. That'll be our broadcast game, by the way. Uh, Eagleville, 34-14 over Tennessee Heat. That one should be nearing a final. And in third, MTCS over Trinity Christian, 34-14. And uh, that is a score on the Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home scoreboard. And looks like uh, Rockvale has just scored again. And so we'll see how the extra point and all that hangs out. But uh, two-score lead in the fourth for Rockvale at home, that could be a big upset brewing. Oh, big upset. Yeah, like I said, the, the Battle of Highway 99 there. So uh, got another final in here as well. Eagleville a winner by a final score of 46-20. to 20. So uh, congrats to Floyd Walker and the Eagles on getting the victory tonight. And, uh, you know, it'll taste good, that uh, donut in the morning. So it is 20-7, to 7, uh, the score, Rock, or Rockvale leading Riverdale. We'll continue to keep a close eye on that one. So that gets you caught up to date on the scores as we have them right now. Uh, really a fun game tonight as we bring uh, Rod Edwards into the conversation here as well. Danny, uh, you know, it kind of went like we 
thought it was going to go with Stewart's Creek uh, wanting to run the football, establish the run. For the most part, they did that tonight, and Blackman was Blackman. So offensively, you got what you uh, were expecting. Tortoise in the hair. If you're the tortoise, you almost feel like you let one slip away because, you know, coming into the final furlong of the race – you had a chance. You had the football. You intercepted the pass. It's tied up 28-28. You've scored the only time in the second half. You had the ball on the Blackman 33, first and 10, and they couldn't do anything with it. And I think that was one of the keys right there because the Turtle had a chance to take the lead. And, when, you know, if you're in the lead and you're at home, man, that makes that other side, the, the favorite, start thinking a whole lot about what's going on. So maybe one that slipped a little bit through. The, the, the turtles, uh, I don't know, what do they have fingers, Rod? What, is, what does a turtle have? Paws? What do they, what do they have there? I call them paws. <laughs> there <you go. laughs> turtle paws. Oh, well. are, they, are they good candy? <laughs> wow, boy, that took a turn. I didn't expect that. <laughs> One thing, Rod, that I thought was interesting in this game is Blackman did kind of change up their offense a bit, and that kind of got – uh, Stewart's Creek on their heels when they, you know, went to the line of scrimmage, shifted. You know, they had a big, uh, what, 25 yards in penalties, uh, and they didn't even have to snap the football. I thought that was a huge right. play. Kind of, I mean, coach was going back to the old, back to the beginning of the old single wing, which was, I think, my senior year, my junior year, we played a team that played the single wing. And then the next year we played them, they weren't. They were playing wing T then. But you know, that's the last I've heard of it. But uh, he, we saw a little bit of it there with Marshall carrying the ball, and uh, they got a lot of yardage, just like you said, on penalties. But then they kept moving the ball and ran the clock. So they were doing almost the reverse. That, that's some old Johnny Major stuff there, the single wing stuff, right? Right. Well, if they ran that when Rod was in high school, leather helmets and everything. <laughs> I, had, I had leather helmets. <laughs> I, I knew that. Uh, they were good, but uh, we're probably the last of the leather helmets. <laughs> no, probably so. Well, um, let's uh, take a look at some of the offensive stars in this game here tonight. And, uh, Danny, I know you got a uh, check of that, all these stats from Winner's Trophies, JHA Company, and Fans Heating and Air. I think that – for Blackman, you had a couple of big standouts. Riser, that's the first time I've seen this kid live play quarterback. Very accurate, very nice arm. He was 18 for 23 for 316 yards and three touchdowns. Had the one pick, but still very accurate. A couple of those passes, those incompletions, could have been completions. So he could have easily, and of course, coming in the game, what you said, he had 70% completion percentage. Yeah. So I, I understand why now. But big night for him. The first half, he carved up Stewart's Creek, you know, in a, in a big, big way. Jacob Page had a big night. Couple touchdown catches, uh, well over 100 yards uh, in receiving. A big night for him. You know, Marshall was kind of quiet, but he made the plays when they really needed him. He got that touchdown run to put him up. So Marshall is always a factor, no matter what. Even if his numbers weren't there. He was still a factor. You know, on the other side of the uh, of, of the, the the field here, Stewart's Creek, Ote, 80 tough yards. They they didn't get out of him what I think they were wanting, which was, you know, some big plays and some big breaks. But he ran the football good. 
between the tackles, and so did Hoover. Hoover wound up with 72 yards rushing, which was very good from the quarterback spot. So that, that's kind of some of your offensive numbers from this game. All right. Um, what do you have on the defensive side there, Rod? Well, okay, the defensive side, we're talking about tackles. Um, for Stewart's Creek, we had uh, five tackles by our underage Jameson. Uh, Nigel Maynard uh, had five tackles. Devon Lawrence, uh, five tackles. Uh, four tackles for K.J. Moss. And uh, the th- ones with three were B.J. Peter, uh, Peyton Jones, uh, Ezra S. Zoldan, and uh, Benze Ray- Ramos. And I thought uh, Stewart's Creek did a much better job defensively the second half. And they were able to put pressure on uh, on Risner and uh, caused him a little trouble. You know, having with the pressure and all, he wasn't quite as accurate. Things weren't as settled because he was having to, he was having to move, uh, rush the ball, have one sack in the game. And uh, we also had the big interception. Uh, big interception. Let me go back here. Uh, that was by uh, Trey uh, Churchwell. And uh, gave him gave him a chance, like uh, Danny said, but they just didn't cash in on that opportunity that they finally got. Uh, Blackman Blaze defensively. Uh, a lot of your defensive backs did a great job. Elijah Pitts. Ethan Carson all had six tackles. Justin Brown was all over the place. Defensively, too, had five tackles. Uh, Jordan Rochelle, eight tackles. Uh, Olivier, five tackles. So uh, a good defense. And I tell you, the second half, I noticed uh, Will, William King really put on the pressure on uh, Stewart's Creek, made them more uncomfortable um, up the middle. But like you mentioned, too, Ote did start making some nice drives right up the middle cutting just quick short uh moves you know that he got extra little more yardage and all but uh, the pressure that king put on it was constantly you look up somebody putting pressure on it usually was king well there uh, is a look at some of your defensive leaders here tonight again all of your stats brought to you by jha company fans heating and air and winners trophies well let's take a look at your scoring that is your Sir Pizza replays. In the uh, first quarter, Stewart's Creek gets on the scoreboard first with 4.37 to play. Gage Hoover giving the Red Hawks the first of several leads on the night. <laughs> Sir Pizza game replays. He's going to kind of take it that way. A hole opens up, and he's traveling into the end zone for a Red Hawk touchdown. Opening drive and an impressive one for Stewart's Creek. That comes from six yard out, Hooper finds Peter. I think the most, one of the most important things, or obviously the touchdown is great. Pay dirt is always fantastic, but look at the clock. There's only 4.37 left in the first quarter now, so that's what they want to do is shorten the game as much as possible and eat the clock, and, hey, it's it's mission accomplished on that first drive for the Red Hawks. Four. And Blackman, of course, they are the quick-striking Blackman Blaze less than a minute uh, after Stewart's Creek took a 7-0 lead with 3.28 to play in the first quarter. A big long run, the first and only rushing touchdown, I believe, on the night for the Blackman Blaze. Sir Pizza game replays. This time it is Landon Smith. Landon Smith at the 15-10-5 end zone touchdown. Landon Smith, his second touchdown of the year for the junior. Big hole opened up. The kid took it right through there. Was really basically untouched until inside the five, and then he battled his way into the end zone. Uh, 
quick score for, for Blackman, which is what they want to do. Like I said, lightning fast, lightning fast they are. So that was 7-7 after the first quarter of play. Stewart's Creek with 8-12 in the uh, second quarter. Nice long drive and capped off with a Gage Hoover keeper. Sir Pizza game replays. It's going to be a quarterback sneak. Does the ball come loose? I saw the official throw something on the ground. It is a touchdown. It is recovered in the end zone by Gage Hoover. His second touchdown of the night. That made it 14-7, Stewart's Creek. But just a little over a minute later, you can guess, Blackman with 6.57 to play in the second quarter. Reisner finds Page on a long one. Sir Pizza game replays. Second and 10. Reisner back to pass. Has some time this time. Passes left side. It's going to be caught down the sideline. Is Page to the end zone. Touchdown. Blaze. A 30-yard strike. Very nice play. Uh, you know, Reisner has been on the money. Uh, that, another a nice out pattern. Hit him right where he had to be. Threw it only where he could catch the ball. Eluded the defenders and off to pay dirt. So after that, uh, Stewart's Creek, their drive stalls. They punt, and with 2.43 to play in the second quarter, Reisner to Page again. This one, a really long play. Sir Pizza game replays. Reisner has some time, looking downfield, long and deep and caught by Jacob Page, breaks the tackle, 40, 30, foot race, 20, 10, 5, end zone, touchdown, that goes for 75 big ones. Not sure if there was some blown coverage, they only rushed three guys and dropped everybody back, but Page was wide open, he was almost lonely out there, and Reisner put it right on the money. That gave uh, the Blaze a 21-14 lead, but not to be outdone. The Stewart's Creek Redhawks with 136 to play. This in the se- in the first half, um, pretty good play here. Sir Pizza game replays. Appreciate our friends at Fans Heating and Air. Third down and 11 here for the Redhawks. Little reverse going right side is Munavong looking long and deep. Vanderbilt's there. Caught! Way oh to the end zone. Touchdown, Redhawks. Uh, that's like the double reverse flea flicker Steve Willie special right there. That looked like a play out of the Steve Willie uh, playbook right there. My old buddy Steve Willie used to coach at Sperna, uh, but he was never afraid to roll the dice, and that was a big roll of the dice, and it come up a huge seven for the Creek. And that's a 53-yard strike for Stewart's Creek. That tied us up at 21-21, but uh, Blackman, with just 24 seconds to play in the half, Reisner finds his target again. Sir Pizza game replays. Reisner rolls out right side. Stewart's Creek bringing pressure. Flings it toward the end zone. Brown there. And Brown hauls it in. Touchdown. Blaze. 38-yard pass and catch. Reisner to Brown. Incredible concentration by Brown right there. He had a defender all over him. It was going to be defensive pass interference because he was face guarding him and mugging him. But he still managed to come down with the football. Fantastic catch right there. 28-21 Blackman at the half and you thought it was going to be a shootout at the OK Corral, but just two more scores uh, in the second half. 
Stewart's Creek tied the ball game up at 28-28 with 5.04 to play in the third on this run by Ote. <laughs> Sir Pizza game replays. Here's Ote running between the numbers, now breaks into the second level and in there. Touchdown, 10-yard rumble by Javarian Ote. Right between the tackles, excellent job by Ote of reading his blocks and finding the hole. That tied us up at 28-28. We go to the fourth quarter, back and forth, but with 349, the go-ahead touchdown, Ben Marshall with it. Sir Pizza game replays. Marshall does have Landon Smith in there in the backfield with him, but he keeps and runs right up the gut for the touchdown. Marshall keeps it himself, and it's a three-yard TD, and the Blaze take the lead. Squirted right through there. It almost looked like he was virtually untouched. And the extra point good, 35-28, and the Blaze hold on to win it here on the road at Stewart's Creek. Final score, Blackman 35, Stewart's Creek 28, and those are your Sir Pizza game replays. We do it your way at Sir Pizza. That's your Sir Pizza game replays. Be sure to check out WGNSSports.com for the podcast of the game and Sir Pizza for your next family night. Serving since 1965 with the best pizza in Rutherford County. They're ready to feed your hungry family on Memorial Boulevard, South Church at Veterans Parkway, and on East Main Street. Sir Pizza, good to the very edge. Sir Pizza, you made me love pizza again. And uh, running down the scores and kind of uh, recapping the night. This uh, win by Blackman, a good win. I think Stewart's Creek kind of hung in there. But, Danny, it just goes to show you better be prepared in this region to play. And that kind of leads me into the next one. Rockvale 20, Riverdale 7, final score. So you just never know. It's kind of an interesting year in uh, 4-6A. You better be prepared no matter where you're going or who you're playing. If you're inside the county, you got to strap them up because you'd never know. that It is so competitive, and these rivalries run so deep. Even though even your Rockvale Riverdale, I mean, like I said, the Highway 99 battle, well, that's only like three or four years old, but it's already super intense. And that's the way it is in this county, super intense. Probably, Rod, the biggest win in Rockvale history in their young history, I would think. Yes, with the with the recent history of Riverdale and Riverdale Oakland is usually one two, and now they're making you know they got made the playoffs last year for the first time. Now they're making a statement. Hey, we would be uh, seated second or maybe let's go for first you know i'm, I'm gonna say this uh, coach I, I, I know coach guthrie me and him are old buddies after they won their opening game he said man i think i'm gonna i think i'm right now because i'm undefeated i bet he's glad he didn't retire yet <laughs> that's probably true um so uh, a big win there for the um rockville rockets over the the riverdale warriors at home and I was just looking to see if the uh, Cane Ridge 21, uh, Laverne 13 in the fourth quarter. So, I mean, Laverne trying to make a statement here, and who knows, they could pull off the biggest upset of the night if they win that ball game. If they can find a way. They've got playmakers. they just got to make plays. And uh, the rest of the scores here, of course, uh, Blackman 20, uh, 35, Creek 28. It was Oakland 42 nothing over the Seagull Stars. Also, uh, Smyrna went over Antioch 34-7. They've got Riverdale next week. Uh, Eagle Bowl beats Tennessee Heat 46-20. MTCS was leading handily and um, don't have a final score on that one just yet. 
but uh, I'm sure that it will come in here. And uh, be sure to continue to check uh, the scoreboard. We'll continue to update it. But a fun night of high school football tonight for sure. Absolutely right. This is why you come. This is why high school football is, is what it is in this county because lots of excitement, great facilities, great camaraderie. I mean, you know, we didn't see anything stupid go on out there between the two teams, which, which you like that, you know, just good, clean, hard competition, which is what this game is all about. And uh, one game from last week, of course, Siegel beating Lebanon. Lebanon's now lost two in a row. They dropped one to Coffee County tonight, 27-23. So that region's in topsy-turvy mode, and, you know, here we are. This may be one of our strongest years in the recent years because we wiped out everybody. We played Williamson County, Wilson County last week, and here we go head-to-head, and all these games are just barn burners, really. You know, just And what more can you ask for? What a what a fun night to watch, and that double reverse touchdown pass, you know, from the team that's you know basically we said they're going to have to slug it out, but you know, it's just a great night of football. Yep, you know, Munavong. I want to. I did not mention him, but I, I want to talk about that kid for just a second for Stewart's Creek. He had several big receptions and that huge play because that gave Stewart's Creek a chance in this game when they pulled that playoff. Great execution by that kid. Next week, uh, Laverne is here at Stewart's Creek. Eagleville is at Cornersville. MTCS travels to Lakeway Christian. That's going to be a tough one. Uh, Oakland, it's their bye week because they play on fall break. Antioch at Blackman. It's uh, Rockvale at Nolansville. That should be a humdinger of a game. Uh, Siegel is at Warren County, and our broadcast game will be Smyrna at Riverdale. Looking forward to seeing those two teams slug it out. And, uh, fellas, appreciate your uh, efforts tonight. It was a fun game. Yeah, Absolutely got, fun. Got one little announcement for all of our primetime sports fans. Albert Pujols hit number 698 tonight. So he's only two away from 700. That, you know, I'm sure John Dinkins was really excited to hear that announcement. I bet he is. <laughs> I'm going to puke. You think he stopped singing to, listen, to check the phone and see what they're doing? <laughs> I knew there was something wrong with Todd Harris, and I just heard what it is. He was cheering the, the Cardinals and Pools and all that stuff. So uh, we'll see you in the playoffs. Anyway, appreciate it, guys. And I uh, want to thank as well back at the station our producer, Jackson Smith. Awesome job for Danny Brewer and Rod Edwards. I'm Brian Barrett. Thank you so very much for joining us here this evening. Again, our final score, Blackman 35, Stewart's Creek 28, and we say so long until the next time we meet at the game. Rutherford County's biggest sports events are on News Radio WGNS, FM 101.9, FM 100.5, AM 1450, streaming at WGNSSports.com, on our iPhone and Android apps, and always at the game. game.